America Made Chapter 2 is now available online in the iTunes store, on Google Play, and in finer skate shops worldwide. This video is a must-see. Brian Herman, Andrew Reynolds, Jerry Sue. It's a wrap. It's a fact. Make sure you see this video. Some of the best to ever do it. Instant classic. Get out there. Made Chapter 2, America, must-see TV. Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. Yo, <laughs> we back, yo, episode seven, The Bunt. Yeah, you know, it's the ghost here. We got D Jones and we got Antoine behind the scenes. It's a cool thing, still. Let's get it popping. Dons, what's good this week? Deggy? Yo, this week we taking it to Boston. We hooking up with the mayor, Dutch Master Delaney, for a quick little interview. Then you know we answering your questions in the post office. And as always, finish it up with the rundown where we're talking NFL Week 4 and Safe getting his first big win in fantasy. Then we taking it to the association, talking rumors, news, and everything basketball. Let's get it popping, Doc. Like your boys on Facebook at The Bunt. Follow us on Instagram at The Bunt Live for some fun videos and things of that nature. <laughs> yeah, send your emails and questions to thebuntlive at gmail.com. Yeah, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Man, we try to make it easy for you guys. So come on, y'all. Make it easy for us. Hook up those listens on iTunes. Smash that subscription button. Y'all know what it is. Bless that review thing. Still it. <laughs> All right, this week on the pod, we got Brian, Dutchmaster Delaney, hailing from Boston. We were able to meet him when he was traveling through Canada, stopped off in Montreal and TDOT, and uh, just super hyped to have him on the show. Dutchy rides for Converse Shoes, DQM, Orchard Skate Shop, and Raw Skateboards. Brace yourselves for the mayor of Boston, eh? Let's get it. We got the mayor of Boston, the CEO of Eggs, the brand ambassador for Dunkin' Donuts, my man, Brian Dutchmaster Delaney. What's good, dog? What's good, you boys? Chilling, chilling. So, you know what it is. Favorite skate moment, favorite sports moment? All right. Favorite skate moment would be the first demo I ever seen. Mad young, probably like 13 years old or something like that. And it was Vehicle. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that brand, mm -hmm. but... At the time, it was pretty pretty legendary. Um, local skaters. I didn't even really know too much about it or any of the dudes at the time. But seeing that and seeing dudes from the area like doing their own thing kind of inspired me for sure. And then later down the road, being able to meet a lot of the people that were in the demo at that time, definitely cool to look back on. Dudes like uh, Eli Reed, uh, McGraw was there, Akira, Charles Lamb, uh, Vanika Kobian, pretty like heavy header squad. Some mad East Coast thing, eh? A young McGraw. And at that time, too, like being a kid, you kind of see most of the shit from California and you don't even really know that stuff's popping in your own neighborhood. And to see that, it got me real psyched. Damn, McGraw was in that demo inspiring you back in the days. I thought we just <laughs> celebrated his 25th birthday. <laughs> yeah, man, he's, he's, he's still inspiring me, man. Still doing his thing. Shout out to McGraw. For sure. <laughs> 
Uh, favorite sports moment, um, naturally being from New England, I should say a Boston sports team. So mm-hmm. I'll talk about the Boston Red Sox 2001 when they beat the Yankees and the, what is it? The That was the one before the World Series, so the ALCS. Yeah, the ALCS. They came back 4-1 to one against the Yankees, got through them, won the World Series for the first time and like, however long so that was a big moment for the city i'm not too big of a Sox fan so i don't know all the specifics about it but i know that was a good scene good uh win for the city that one was like crazy for them to get over the hump eh yeah for sure they came back though they did it the more i really think about it like the sports moment that really stuck out of my head was the randy johnson when he pitched the ball and exploded the bird <laughs> before the catcher caught it that was something you will never see again for sure man i just watched that yesterday that was vicious man yeah it's insane (laughs) feathers bro it's just a crazy clip yeah Growing up in Boston, what did the Coliseum video do for the local scene? Have you ever had any run-ins with the legends PJ or Jay Casanova? Uh, growing up in New England, the Coliseum video had a huge impact on me. Probably everyone else that's around the same age as me too. Everyone. Everyone, yeah, and probably everyone outside of the area too. I think that was a, a huge video for the time and even today it's fucking amazing to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that the first time that like a shop video has ever gone that? Wow. I think it might be. Like for a shop video to put out something like that is pretty crazy, especially for the time, you know? Yeah, that was insane. And it was on like VHS or DVD too, so it didn't have the power of the internet or anything. It was just hard copies spreading. They killed it with that video. They had a huge first run with the VHS and it was right around the time when the DVD was coming out too. So I think they doubled up on that too. For sure, yeah. It was a good time. I remember on the cover it said 1 million copies sold, but I think that was a joke to begin with. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's fucking actually what happened. I would bet on that too, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing they put that there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure for jokes, but... Yeah. So coming up skating as a a Ute, did you you ever see J-Cast or PJ around? Yeah, I remember seeing dudes like PJ when I'd come to the city as a young kid. Not really know them or even talk to them, just kind of like take a seat on the bench and just fucking watch him skate. Mm -hmm. That was always dope. For sure. In the Insta era, yours is definitely one of our favorites. How do you keep up with posting all the time and uh, what made you start the eggs report? Uh, What made me start it, it's kind of just being at eggs all day, doing the same shit every day, Mm -hmm. seeing amazing tricks and just like funny shit going on with my friends. And after a while, it's like, fuck, we should just document this. For sure. And we started the eggs report, like slowly started to pick up, more people started using it. And it's pretty easy, you know, like you go to a spot where there's 50 kids skating every day, like you're gonna get something. You're gonna, someone's doing something. Yeah, someone's doing something, whether it's a some skating or jumping in the river or fucking who knows what. Just takes a full battery pack and uh, some extra time. Yeah. Borrow some people's phones sometimes. Like, fuck, I'm all out of storage. Let me use your shit. That's the best. Yo, I only got 4%, man. I can't. Exactly. So me and Donald never been down to Boston, but you know what I'm saying? Your Instagram's got us hella curious. This egg spot's looking like it's to die for. What's the deal with the spot? You get kicked out? What pops off? Any crazy stories down there? Fuck, as of lately, it's been cool. Like, no bus. No one said shit for the last probably two months or so. Mm-hmm. And before that, it's even been pretty mellow. Like a cop will show up, kind of put his lights on. That's like 
the sign for us to kind of clean up the trash and head out. And usually we just come back like an hour later. But back in the day, it was kind of harsh. They used to chase us and shit. And what's the craziest kickout story? Um, like four or five years ago, I got chased out and threatened with a taser gun. And that was pretty crazy. <laughs> what, what, the cop actually chased you out of there or what? Yeah, so like the way the spot's set up, there's like two benches on either side and there's pathways that lead up to each bench. So if you're sitting with your back turned, you can't really see who's coming up or what's going on behind you. Yeah. And uh, we got rolled on by a cop on foot. And um, I had my backpack next to me, and I kind of got scared. So I grabbed my backpack, and I had, like, I don't know, a spliff or two in there or something. Mm -hmm. And, like, instantly he kind of zeroed in on me, like, you with the bag. And naturally, like, fuck, I'm a skater. Like, you run when the cops come. So I just started running, put my board down, started skating, looked behind me, and he's fucking chasing me, like, full speed chasing me. So I keep keep mashing, keep mashing, and, like, eventually I hear, stop him to shoot. Look back, he has a fucking taser gun in his hand. Jesus. God damn, yo. I ended up getting away. I kind of like, I got the fear through the through the bag of weed in the trash can around the corner, got on the train, went home. A couple hours later, kind of like came to my senses, like, fuck, it's not a big deal. Went back, found the trash bag, dumped it in the fucking alleyway, found my trees, went back to eggs. Everything was all good. You just had to go and cool off for a sec. Yeah, yeah, it was heat for sure. Yo, that's actually insane. How far do those taser guns shoot? Because I know there's ones that like you have to be like right close to someone, but the ones that have like yeah, it's it wasn't like the it was the gun one like with the detachable fucking tip. Like oh. I don't know how far that shit shoots, but sure, if you wanted to get me, you could have got me probably. That's insane, man. Yeah, I would have paid to see that. I mean, what? Not like if not it was like in a, <laughs> yeah, like if it was in like a TV show or something. Yeah, chased by, a skater getting chased by a cop and then gets tased, like body freezes up. Yeah, and, and in all reality, I probably shouldn't have even run. Like, fucking weed's decriminalized in Boston. Like, the yeah. worst that would have happened was I got a ticket or he would have made me throw it out or something like that. But just in the moment of things, like, yeah. it just happened that way and I happened to run and he probably thought he had, like, a fucking gun on me or something. Yeah, just your pure like, he didn't know what was in that bag. Oh, that's the worst. I bet you he yelled, I got I'm, I got a gun right when right before he was going to tire out. That was his last dist effort. You stop! I'll shoot. <laughs> As you're like getting further away. He was getting tired, so he pulled that thing out for yeah. sure. He's like, God damn, this taser gun's only got six feet on it. Maybe I'll scare him. I'm not going to lie, though, man. He's fucking had legs on him. He was right behind me, and I was pushing on my skateboard for like, I don't know, a couple hundred yards at least. Man, that the, the running is the fear, man, when they're close behind. For sure. Everything was slow motion. Because what are they going to do, like, jump on your back if they catch you? Like, they're going to fuck you up either way, yo. Yeah, you probably would tackle me. You know? Yeah. Scary shit, yo. At least it was just a taser gun, though, with all this shit popping in the news in your crazy-ass country. <laughs> True, yeah. Seriously. But you said it was a couple years ago, so feel a little safer back then, I guess. Yeah, it's, shit, shit is not like that anymore. Knock on wood, but it's been good. So you guys come down, you shouldn't you shouldn't have any of that going on. No, no crazy fucking uh, park rangers like in New York or Washington? No park rangers. It's strictly uh, state police. It's not even like the Boston city cops. It's the state police for some reason. They have, like, jurisdiction over the park or something like that. Oh. They're the ones that fuck with us. Damn. Damn, yo, with the color of my skin, I'm having second thoughts on this trip still. Oh. <laughs> you definitely don't grab the bag and run. Do not grab the bag, say. No joke out here. No.
couple months back, we're going back to Montreal when we all met at the uh, legendary Dime Glory Challenge. On day two, when we were all kind of trying to tone it down and, you know, take it easy after a heavy night of drinking, three stretch limos showed up to Peace Park and scooped us up. Next thing you know, social media is popping off with the most insane Rob Sluggo boys antics in the stretch limo. You were lucky enough to be in there with them. What was it like uh, partying with the legend himself? Fuck, it was epic, man. Like, going into it, I honestly didn't know too much about Sluggo, you know what I mean? I know the whole RDS thing and all about that, but I didn't know how hard Sluggo got down. He's just pure fucking energy the whole time. Man, to go for three days like he was, he's probably hurting for a solid solid week when he got home to the West Coast, eh? I don't know, man. I think that dude could have kept going. I don't think he has a turndown switch. Man, what was up with the like uh, motivational speech he gave uh, he gave you guys in the car ride? I think he was just fucking <laughs> hyped on everything that was going on the weekend, and he had a moment of real talk with the boys. He just told us he loves his brothers and we love you back, Slogo. <laughs> so we all know you love Dunkin' Donuts. It's pretty easy to tell. But you spent some time in the land of Tim Hortons this summer. You think you could ever move on from Dunkin' Donuts to Tim's? Hell no. Oh fuck. Sorry, boys, but fuck no. What, you couldn't get down with the ice caps? Dude, the ice caps are chill, but, like, I'm not trying to drink no smoothie. I'm trying to drink an iced coffee, you know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah, they got iced coffees, too. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, it's watery. Oh, it's, it, it ain't the real deal, that's for sure. I don't know. I might be biased, you know what I mean? Like, coming from New England, you kind of grow up on Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It's the first coffee I've ever had, and it's probably the fucking last coffee I ever drink. So what was uh, so what was your backup plan while you were in Montreal and Toronto? Starbucks for sure. Yeah, true. They they make an alright iced coffee and you find them everywhere. Yeah, it's no Dunks, but it's it's comforting a little taste of home. We got those two. Yeah, yeah. Dunkin' Donuts went extinct up here, B. There might be like one or two left in the whole country. I think Timmy just fucking bullied you guys, bullied him out, you know? Yeah, they buried everyone. Timmy's definitely has Canada unlocked and. Duncan's got the Northeast on log, that's for sure. <laughs> We're sliding down there, though. I saw some, like, Tim Hortons down in uh, in New York and shit. New York got everything, though. Yeah, not in Boston? Not in Boston, right. no. Definitely not in Boston. <laughs> We're coming for you, Boston. <laughs> trying to get my crispy chicken spicy sandwich, you feel me? So our boy Dana, a.k.a. Forbidden14, told us that you got the coupon plug for uh, Dunkin' Donuts, man. What's up with that? A little sponsorship thing? Whew. I don't know if you'd say sponsorship. Might be like a little illegal sponsorship, but... Oh, shit. Yeah, Dana might be dry snitching a little bit. <laughs> shit. You counterfeiting coupons? Yeah, the coupon, um, I don't know how much detail I want to go in on it, but basically a coupon that me and my friends have had for a year that gives us unlimited free coffee. What? You don't want to fuck that up, so if you don't want to go any further, it's understandable. I just want to say shout out to Dunks. You keep us going. <laughs> Is it from Dunks or is this some fucking... No, it's it's a black market thing. I actually have no idea. It might be fake. It might be expired, but it still works in their computers and we still get free iced coffee. What, is this the card you swipe? (laughs) No, it's just a screenshot. Oh my God. Just walk in. That's why you're always walking around with those extra larges, eh? No mercy in there. And even when uh, we had a couple of Canadian boys in town recently, we gave them the coupon too and they were tripping over it. Wow even more incentive to head down to boston i don't drink coffee good time to start yeah can you get food on there too (laughs) we did have uh there was a coupon for a free dozen donuts but 
it's too risky to even try. You know what I mean? We're yeah. like, fuck that. If you try that, you're crazy. You get a dozen donuts, you're taking it. I'll over try board. that shit. Yeah, yeah. Co- a coffee is risking it enough. Like, I'm not trying to put myself out there for a dozen donuts. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dutchie. Hold up one sec. I think we got a live report coming in from the streets. Hey, what up, what up? We're back in the streets. Thanks, boys. I got a very special guest once again. It's one of my favorite skateboarders out right now. I'm sitting here with Jordan Trahan. How are we doing tonight, Jordan? Oh, we're doing good, man. Sun is gleaming down the edge of the horizon, and now we are here. What's your favorite landing juice, my man? Fresh shot of ginger. You know, it helps you remember that really dope feeling, because if you get drunk and you forget about the whole experience, you're like, yeah, that was a great day. And then you're just living in the past, you know, that was something you did yesterday. You know, the landing juice is just knowing that this is a brief moment in history and one day you will be gone, my friend. How fucking fun is it to just tray flip tables like a joke? Definitely not a joke. That was the one I did in my entire life and that'll maybe the only one. And that was a very harsh battle in the blazing suns of Los Angeles. And, you know, blacktop gets hotter as, you know, sun is hitting it. Yesterday. And, you know, that's how I had to do it that time. But maybe off of granite ground, it'd be a whole different trick. True. Be a whole different scenario. So you Made it look easy, my man. Made it look real nice. How's, uh, maybe how's things changed since uh, my man went pro? Came through with a nice part. Fucking congratulations. That was amazing. As we continue to skate and grow and learn, we eventually come across bits of knowledge that we feel is ours and we get to translate that to other people who maybe don't quite get it yet you know it you know the, the whole primordial like, secret like i explained to you earlier your whole persona and skateboarding is kind of an enigma to everybody i i don't think there's i mean i'm sure we got a lot of close people here that know you well but i don't and maybe to canada they don't but they know if you're skating because that speaks more than a thousand times than you could ever fucking say you're loved up here brother you're a fucking legend that's a very sweet message from you wade d really appreciate that so how about we just end it with any last words brother anything you want to say to the people of canada and elsewhere Oh, I just want to thank everybody for doing what they do up until the moment that they heard this very word because you're doing it all right. You figured it out, and now it's all just going to unravel in front of your eyes. It's yours. Hey, man, that's, that's a big fucking thing. You heard it from the man himself, Jordan Trahan. Thanks again for fucking coming on, man. I appreciate that. And now back to the boys at Studio E. Um, all right. Well, uh, that was interesting. Now uh, back to the interview. In the last 16 years, Boston has won nine championships in four different professional sports, NBA, NHL, MLB, and NFL. No city has ever enjoyed a period of sports success like this. What's it like? What are some of the stories from the parties and the parades? It's cool to see, for sure. I moved here in 2007 from like kind of the suburbs outside, hour outside. And since I've moved here, I was able to see every single sports team win a championship, sometimes more than one. And I know my parents growing up, they're New England sports fans, and they barely got to see any. So from the period from, like, 2007 to 2010, I think I saw them all. Yeah, man, it's actually insane. Like, we've seen one in our life. It was, uh, or two, actually, the Blue Jays. Like, they won, they went back-to-back a long time ago. Yeah. But we were really young, right? And we've seen nothing but losses, man. Yeah, it's harsh. You guys you guys got it too nice out there. We kind of do have it too nice. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm the biggest sports fan because yeah. I'm really not, but 
after the first couple, it, it almost feels like routine. Like, all right, cool, we won another one. Like, let's have the parade. That's what I mean. It's like more shocking when they don't do well, right? Yeah, when you hear like the Pats didn't win the Patriots, the, the fuck, the Pats didn't win the Super Bowl. You're like, holy shit! Like, what happened? <laughs> it's like fire the coach. You know, you just expect them to win. So now you're riding and working for cons. What's that like, man? Is it easy to keep a nice, a nice work and uh, skate relationship? Uh, yeah, definitely. I started out working there um, about a year ago. They opened the headquarters in Boston, so it's kind of like the forefront of the entire Converse company is now in Boston. Damn. And um, I got linked up with a little warehouse job. Water. Doing a little inventory for the store and shipping and receiving and stuff like that. And uh, soon after... I got hooked up with some shoes and a little sponsorship type thing. That's butter. So they put some respect on your name after they saw that butter Insta, eh? A little respect, <laughs> yeah. I got uh, some friends working there. They kind of like gave jobs to people that are already doing their things in the area. So it was easy from there. Kind of already had some relationships. That's what's up. Yeah, shout out to uh, Rob Collins, Lee Berman. Nike plug. Yeah, yeah, Nike. Oh, Nike. Shut it down. <laughs> Yo, we, we own y'all. Hit record. Uh, Shout out to Nike too Did you just say we own y'all? Yeah We? We Yo, You're part of that like upper echelon You're making all those big Nike calls 10 years in the, with the family yo Oh <laughs> <laughs> No but yo if you go on the Nike website now Like you can buy Converse off the Nike site It's crazy Yeah they just did that actually <clears throat> are you- Had to give y'all a sale bump you know what I'm saying <sighs> Good looking <laughs> are, are you up on that website say? Yeah, don't worry about my business. You got a feature up there? Homepage. Uh, Skater profile. Yeah. for Benson. So speaking of cons, you dropped a part, filmed all in Barcelona earlier this year. That shit was tight as fuck still. Backtail gang for life. I see you. I respect it. Someone in the room can't backtail for shit, but we won't mention any names. Yeah. Um, Ants, man. Sorry, bro. What was it like uh, going to Barcelona and dropping a full part in first tee? It was kind of unplanned, actually. That was my first trip ever to Barcelona. Um, went there with Dana Erickson, uh, filmer John Wolf, and met up with some of the dime dudes. It was kind of just like a escape for the winter type trip. Had a good setup. Wolf was down to fucking get out and film every day, and we ended up getting more shit than expected. And when I got home, I kind of coordinated with Converse a little bit, and they were down to put a fucking logo over it, and that's the deal. That's what's up. So you guys had a good time out there? So much fun, man. I'm trying to plan a trip right now. I'm trying to get back out there. Yeah. Just like fucking most epic skate vacation you can go on. Like worry-free. Every spot's perfect. It's incredible. Well, yo, speaking of Dana Erickson, uh, last week he explained the old Boston saying, Forbidden 14. Is this something you follow? I try to. I mean, fuck. It's fun to do some lift sides once in a while. But for the most part, like, I'm not really using the center of my board. And a lot of people at eggs are not using the center of their board. No disrespect to anyone doing board slides on ledges, you know what I mean? Any trick can be done good and look good, but it's just something that we kind of do. Before we met uh, you and Dana, some of us Toronto heads, me, uh, Morgan Smith, Cody Brown, and Wade, we thought that the Forbidden 14 was uh, 14 different rules that you have to abide by when skating, and we created a list. And sent it over to you guys, yo. You think uh, maybe switch the saying, let the board sides go, and and throw in our fourteen rules? I think you guys fucking nailed it with all of the the rules. But in Boston, there's only one rule, and it's you don't slide on a ledge. No board sides. All right, yeah. we're gonna have to post up our list of rules and see what uh, the people think, eh? 
I haven't seen that list, but I definitely fucks with the Forbidden 14, the original rule. Respect. Except just on ledges, though. Like, obviously, I'm sliding flat bars. Yeah, just ledges. I mean, you do it on quarter pipe. It's dope. You know what I mean? You did flip side of rail. That's dope. Yeah, you caught feelings, though, when, when uh, Dana tried to take it to the next step and say you couldn't 50-50 either. Yeah, he said you can't 50. He said, no, was two like- truck, no two trucks at once. <laughs> Dude, that's just Dana, though. Like, I've honestly, I don't think I've ever seen him even do a 50-50 in my life. Like, he shows up to the spot, and it's like, nose grind, pop out, and then he's doing, like, switch tray tail side. Like, there's no warm-up, really. There's no chill in his skating. He just kind of does what he wants to do. So for him to hate on 50s, I can see it, for sure, just because he doesn't do them. Yeah, Seifo was getting aggravated, man. He's like, what do you mean? Like, a nice a nice kick front 50 on a hubba or something? That's dope. And Dana's like... No, no, no. Kick back 50s on hubba's are fucking stee. Yeah. Switch flip front 50s are sick as fuck. Nollie flip front 50s. Fakey yeah. flip switch back 50s. There's so many good ones. Yeah, for sure. Trying to break some rules in Boston? Well, apparently it's just Dana's own crazy rule. That's true. Switch trade tail slide. I don't know about that one. <laughs> He's got it like that. When you when you got it like that, you make your own rules, I guess. I don't know. Any projects you're working on in the future? Anything uh, we can expect coming out of Boston? Um, working on a video of my friend Lee Madden. He's uh, the dude behind the raw video and a couple other projects in Boston. Not really for any companies or anything, just a independent video bunch of homies should be out in like december ish hopefully we'll be looking forward to that maybe you know me and the ghost slide down there get a little trick in the friend section or something oh yeah get that guest clip <laughs> all right y'all hey <laughs> Our first Boston fucking shots fired time about to pop off, but we know our boy's a little corporate still, so he might be uh, playing it safe. <laughs> but yo, Dutch, are you ready for rapid fire with the ghost? think so. Corporate ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo, favorite skater? Uh, JB Gillet. Favorite video? Chocolate Tour. Favorite video part? Dana Erickson, raw video. It's fucking fire. Favorite trick? Switch back tail. Bless up. Hardest trick for you? Hard flip. Most illegal trick? Nollie 5 Nollie front tail. <laughs> I wish the younger me knew that. <laughs> favorite artist? I think Nas is probably my favorite rapper. Go-to song right now? Cousin Stiz, no bells. Favorite clip you've ever gotten? Probably the, the big spin, blunt slide, big spin at eggs. That was blessed up. Y'all gonna see that one. That was blackout trick for sure. The sun kind of fucking did you no favors on that clip. We didn't even know if it was a big spin in or like some air feet. Yeah, it was a real quick one. I wish homie slow mode it, but fuck, you know, can't get it off. Enough <laughs> <laughs> respect still. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed? Probably anything that fucking Will Mazzari does. He's kind of like the young buck in our squad right now, and he's fucked. I can't even say one trick because... You'll see him pretty soon, but anything that kid does. Will Mazzari, be on the lookout. Landing juice of choice. Medium, ice mocha, cream, <laughs> no sugar. Dunks. Oh, and coffee? Coffee. If I go and drink a beer, maybe Corona. I like Corona. Biggest bunt of your life. <laughs> um, uh, I tried to fucking 50 this, like, 
I don't even know how many stairs it is, like 10 stairs or something like that. It was Easter Sunday. I don't even know why the fuck we were out skating. I thought I could do this rail and definitely could not do that rail. You eat shit or you just like didn't make it? I just was half-assing the whole time and like gave it a couple tries. I had the grass on the other side too, so like if you ate shit, you could kind of fall into the grass. Jump over? Oh, yeah, and then I think reality set in. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't skate rails. <laughs> I mean, it hates you. <laughs> I was so juiced up to begin with, though. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was because it was fucking Easter and I had, like, the Holy Spirit with me or something, but fuck. <laughs> that was, it was a bunt for sure. What's the one trick that got away? I tried to switch straight up in these stairs downtown for a while. I had a phase where, like, jumping down things were kind of feeling okay i wouldn't say they ever felt good but like i was feeling it for a little bit and i got away pretty fast who's your guilty pleasure skater fucking sluggo (laughs) water yeah it might be just favorite dude favorite person favorite local brand raw new england favorite local skater devin waffle dana erickson ariel pearl of course worst company asphalt yacht club worst trend the fucking, the raver gear in New York right now, like the huge pants, little t-shirt, like the chokers and shit. <laughs> Not feeling it. Worst style. Cody Mack. Oh. Toothpick. I saw you hashtags toothpick god on his shit, yo. No. Yeah. Fuck you. I think he's the only RDS American, too. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh. Anyone, fuck, anyone who comes to Boston and is not down for eggs, like, I don't want to be around you. I mean, for a lot of people, it's dope, but some people just aren't into it, and I'm not trying to scare with you. I like that corporate answer, yo. <laughs> no names. <laughs> not trying to piss anyone off, man. All right, yo, that's going to wrap up our interview with the Boston mayor himself. Thanks so much, Dutchie. Anytime. Thanks for having me, boys. Hell yeah, my dude. Thanks a lot. I'll see you in Boston soon. Eggs, real soon. Come through. I'm going to scramble it up. You feel me? Oh, (laughs) no. Hey, poached eggs, eh? (laughs) It's going to be over easy for you. Y'all know what it is. We back at the post office, cracking open those emails. We love doing this shit. You've got mail. First one up from Jovan Cardona. Yo, got a question here. Do you think Brian Herman has the best noseman clip or Mitch Barrett? Because I watched Herman's one, the opening line from Stay Gold, and Barrett's infamous noseman part. Can't really decide. What do you guys think? Yeah, that ain't even a question, yo. Mitch Barrett all day. Not to take anything away from Herman's kick nose, Manny. That was like a whole city block or whatever. But that was some perfect ground, you know what I'm saying? That was at Hollywood Boulevard or whatever that shit's called. Yo, search up Mitch Barrett nose, Manny part. And just bow down and respect the the dawn of nose manis you feel me this guy was hurt for like a super long time and all he could do is nose manny so he filmed the whole part and got his ass paid by push.ca mitch number one hustler number one nose manny in the world on wax i said it enough respect blood uh yeah so uh, i'll go with mitch too yeah sounds good say all right next up we got an email from ludovic 
Kabingo Lolinga, something like that. Regular emailer. Yo, Wapap, your podcast cracks me the hell up still. I mean, shit, Ghosh getting slapped by Simesheet and his wife. <laughs> Goddamn, the breakdown of the stills was epic. Stew. <laughs> On to my question, though. We all know that I'm the LeBron of our fantasy basketball league. <laughs> More like Anthony Bennett. Shit. By that, I mean the Nigi who makes it pop on the court. I'm curious, who's the Odell Beckham of your fantasy football league, a.k.a. who's the best football player? Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to go with uh, probably myself as the uh, safe choice, you know. (laughs) Meet me out there, bro. See what it is. I mean, Simon's got a good kick. I've seen him make a, a field goal from 40 yards out, no lie. And Wade's got a little Aaron Rodgers in him. He's got some QB life. But if we're talking wide receivers, man, I'm going with myself. I'd say six-year-old, but he's not in that league. Actually, I'll give it to Patrick from Cali. Who knows? He's probably got some super football skills. I highly doubt that. But uh, Patrick, holler at your boys, man. Ever since you joined the league as our listener, we, we ain't heard a peep from you, dog. Bottom of the standings on, in Ting. <laughs> I feel nice. All right. Part two of that email. Word on the streets that Willie D's all mouse and keyboard and no arms and leg. Can you confirm? Damn, man's coming at you, Willie. You might have to, you know, send in a little email yourself, yo. Have your uh, have your own opinion heard. But uh, all I know for sure is right now that uh, the man ain't mouse or keyboard either because uh, off to a one and three start down at the bottom of the standings. This guy's work cut out for him. All right, moving on. We got a question from friend of the show, former guest, J.S. Lapierre. By the looks of it, man, you're trying to get us in some deep shit with this one. Here we go. Hey, guys, who's a skater that's worshipped by the skate community, but you secretly can't get down with? One of my roommates says he doesn't like Andrew Reynolds, but he can't tell the people because it would because it would be a curse in our world. Let the world know. Love, J.S. Damn, J.S., you're trying to put us on blast, eh? The fact that you asked that, I bet you you have one that's super sus and you're just scared to tell the world you want to get your boys in trouble. But, yo, I ain't scared at nothing, you feel me? <laughs> so say the one. All right. My pick is Mike York, blood. <laughs> I just never got it with him. I never understood. I think he's a bit before my time, but as skateboarding progressed, I just felt like he got left in the dust. Especially coming back with Blueprint 2.0. It was just like, all right, Bredgen, your time. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Your man. time has come. I don't know if he even qualifies yeah, as like a legend qualify. being worshipped. but You could have done better. Let me take the reins from you here, all right? Uh, uh, you got something? Now, some people, this is a personal question, so we each get to personally pick. You know, I'm not saying that nobody else should not like this guy. I'm going with Guy Mariano. God damn, yo. You want a legend? I gave you a fucking legend. But I ain't talking young Guy. Like, I obviously loved him when he was young. It's this new one. It's got the wrist guard popping all the time. And as soon as I saw that Smith Grind laser heel, I was I was out, yo. <laughs> but in public, like, I still kind of like, I don't hate on him publicly, but I guess I am now. So words out. My pick's Guy. Save could have got harsher. Could have said Chris Roberts or something. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, but he's not like he's not worshipped on that legend status either. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned wrist guards because Mike York was a heavy wrist guard man as well. But yeah, actually, you know, what I'm saying I'll take some heat too. I, I fully, I fully agree with uh, the guy Mariano pick. Fully flared. 
that oh. year when he lost out on Skater of the Year to David Gonzalez. I was so hyped. I'm like, yo, <laughs> like no Skater of the Year is doing a Smith Grind laser heel. Oh. Like, that's the most ugly it was trick. Gross. It's a lot of combos he does now. That's my main problem. So man. gross. He does some like really good ones, but like for every like epic like NBD, yeah. there's like five ones that are NBD because they should never be done because yeah, they're butt ugly. Just five tricks in one. But still, yo, that that doesn't mean we don't have mad respect and appreciate the comeback of pain. You know what I'm saying? He's inspiring in terms of like I feel like I'm old and broken down at 28 if he can still be shredding on that level at that age you know what I'm saying it gives us all a little hope so mad props to Gee. <laughs> sorry dog um, but yo JS you ain't getting off the hook bro write next email tell us who yours is no JS is too concerned about his, his coming up he doesn't want to burn no bridges but yo if you was that concerned you know what I'm saying shave your damn beard like I told you <laughs> Shave your head. You know what I'm saying? You're am. You want to look young, come off young. Let the people know you're a young, fresh am, not a barbarian. Don't that looking old man. You're 23, bruh. Come on, Hevs. Bring back the old, young, JS, dime days. You know what I'm saying? Miss that, Niki. Anyways, moving on. We got an email from Better Skate Than Never. Hey, y'all keep it the realist. Actually, love the real talk you guys get your guests into. Even just five years ago, never mind 10, 15, I never would have imagined skate media would actually be so real. Interviews and mags were always so vanilla. In light of the thunderous affirmations to BAs recently coming out, what topics do you guys think might still be illegal? Well, because the skate industry, there's no cap, there's no agents, you know what I'm saying? Well, there are some agents for some of the top dudes, but it's pretty much an industry based on relationships. A lot of people... You know, and it's a good thing. I'm trying to burn bridges, trying to maintain, you know, positive image in the eyes of their peers and companies. So there's a lot of fakeness in skateboarding. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a specific topic, but keeping it real and uncut is still kind of hard to do in skateboarding because man's ain't trying to get dusted for having a bad attitude because skateboarding is not so much about skill it's not like if you're amazing you're gonna make money no, no matter what there's a million dudes who have the talent who aren't anywhere because they're kooks so <laughs> that's pretty affirmative yeah it's easy for us to sit up here and talk shit because we don't really answer to nobody exactly can't blame our our friends or guests or anyone who who isn't willing to talk shit because you know what i'm saying if you depend on that check and half of it's about skill and the other half's about maintaining a good image in the eyes of the skate world it is what it is so yeah you know i'm saying that's why we try and bring you guys behind the curtain with some of these people get the real side out you feel me but we ain't trying to get anyone in trouble either so toe a fine line over here at the bunt <laughs> so it was uh, it was a two-part question next was uh so when brian anderson told the story about coming out to his mom did y'all get misty no that was a super cool documentary though <clears throat> didn't make me like emotional or anything but it's definitely a, a good watch pretty sure like everyone already knew i thought that was, was like years I, old I thought, yeah. yeah i thought that was already like commonly I think it known was just like for the outside world to like realize that another like it's a professional athlete who's still in the in his sport who has come out as gay right yeah because there have been other athletes before but they've been like retired yeah but no and then there was the one guy in the nfl michael sam who came out as gay before the draft and then he like fell his draft stock f keep fall falling and falling 
And then he didn't even stick in the NFL, which was pretty shitty. And then he tried to come to the CFO and didn't hang in the CFO either. So. No way. Shouts out to Michael Sam. Took a risk. But uh, I found the guy's name. That email was from Sean. Yo, mad respect, Sean. Yo, thanks, Sean. Still, <laughs> mad respect to BA, man. Hell yeah. All right, yo, that's a wrap for the post office this week. Thanks for the questions. Keep them coming. Yeah, you know we got your answers. You know what it is. We back at the rundown. Skateboarding source for sports. And I gotta start this week off with an apology to the yellow jacket boys. Yo, my bad fell, showed you a little disrespect on the last set. You came through, squeaked out a win by the slimmest of margins, but I'll give you props. Bought you like uh another year in the league, I guess. But uh moving on, as I alluded to in the intro, Seifa. The mic is yours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You just apologized to the Yellow Jacket Boys, a.k.a. Phil Mendelson, a.k.a. my best friend since grade five. Unfortunately, he came out on top by less than one point. But you know what I'm saying? Your boy had to come avenge you, Dono. Phil's bitch ass just got dusted by me. It's Sunday. It's official. It's a wrap. I got my first W. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. Yo, how was that first quarter for Big Ben? That was insane. Like, he put Phil out of his misery. Real quick. In, like, four minutes or something. You came over to watch the Sunday night game. The stress was real. You needed what? I think it was, like, nine points. But you saw Ben put up a stinker last week with seven-something. So so you were worried. But you knew the the, the win was it was within reach. If the projections panned out, you know, I, I, I was going to win. But after those seven points last week and he had a tight end that was supposed to drop nine on my ass, make me down 18... But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we on and popping. It's the first of many W's, that is. We got Wade Desarmos next, y'all. So I know y'all listeners will probably want to hear about how that one pans out next week. The Ghost versus Wade D. Week 5. <laughs> it's on and popping, bro. The fucking gridiron gang is just weaving his way through this league like it's nothing. Hey, Wade sitting up there pretty at 4 0. But it's a dogfight at the bottom of the standing, so we'll keep y'all posted. Next up in the NFL, it was a sad day for Patriots fans. Me being a Patriots fan, it was a sad day for me. We got shut out by the Bills, man. How'd this happen? I heard, I thought Buffalo was shit, yo, but no Tom Brady, no problem. Yeah, that, that ain't true no more. You feel me? Yeah, the coach couldn't do it this week. Rob Gronkowski, another stinker of a game. <laughs> You know what I'm You're saying? just saying that because come after me, dog. But next week, TB12 returns. Everything will be right in the NFL. Simon's favorite player is back on the field. And Safe gets his first taste of Brady to Gronk. <laughs> you ready? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what was crazy this week in the NFL? <laughs> Your boy scooped up Jordan Howard off the waiver wire. You know what I'm saying? The rookie outsmarting the vets. Tell the people about my boy Jordan Howard. Man, the, he had a huge opportunity. Jeremy Langford went down last week. Jeremy Langford didn't have it going for him anyways. He was ready to lose this job. But the rookie, Jordan Howard, comes in. 111 rushing yards. Adds another 21 through the air. 
It's a nice fantasy day. The Chicago Bears got the win. Imagine that. They shut down Jalen Rose's uh, Detroit Lions. So you ain't going to hear no roaring on Jalen and Jacoby this week. So <laughs> we got to give it to the Bears and say, yo, that was a smart move. I wonder where he got the info from. It ain't no secret. You're in my corner. I don't know shit about football. You're getting better. Another big win. Drew Brees, man, squeaked one out. 35-34 over the Chargers. A lot of people don't know this, but Drew Brees started his career down in San Diego, so it was a little bit of a homecoming. Got the last-minute victory. Just wish he put a little, uh, couple more touchdowns up through the air. But, hey, John Kuhn, Mark Ingram, keep doing your thing. All right, yo, another thing I'm wondering, are the LA Rams for real? What the fuck's going on, man? I thought they were supposed to be pure trash. They're 3-1. and one. Man, you're telling me, dog. I don't know how they're doing it. Jeff Fisher should have been fired three years ago. The man's anemic. He's a walking eight and eight, which which ain't good. It's probably more like seven and nine to be honest. But man, they're just squeaking it out, and they say defense wins championships, right? That's how they're getting it done. A lot of people don't know this name, Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players in the league, probably one of the top five overall players in the league. He's just dominating the line of scrimmage, disrupting quarterbacks all over the place. I mean, if your quarterback's Case Keenum and you're winning games. You know it's the defense that's doing it for you. <laughs> the, the schedule does not get any easier for them, though, so they're going to be grinding it out all year long. So it's going to be a tough haul. If they get into the playoffs, all that means is Jeff Fisher's going to be sticking around for a couple more years that he don't deserve. Damn, he's like the Byron Scott of the NFL. Eh? Oh, but it's, it's ugly. It's ugly. All right, y'all. Time for my favorite part of the rundown. We switched over to the NBA blood couple fucking wild things popping off before the season starts which uh i guess when this comes out it'll be 21 days till tip off cannot wait sorry 20 days actually you seen the news chris bosh of the miami heat is no longer chris bosh of the miami heat they already lost Dwayne wade they lost lebron two seasons ago the big three era is officially over man it's uh it's really weird the Miami Heat are a young team. Bosch failed his physical and apparently found out that he failed his physical through social media. What do you, what do you think's popping down there in Miami? What's up with this, this Pat Riley handling of the team this offseason, man? They lost Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch. I mean, that's a brutal way. If he found out through social media, you definitely never want to uh, go through that. I mean, what's the scary thing for Chris Bosch? I understand his position like professional athlete makes... Makes millions of dollars to do what he does, has his body in tip-top shape. But if you're not healthy, and like if these things are potentially life-threatening, oh yeah, we should. Sorry to cut you off. We should just clarify. Chris Bosh for the last two years, his seasons got cut short with uh, blood clots, and two years ago it went up to his lung, could have died. He was hospitalized for an extended period of time, right? Yeah, it came back, and then same thing happened this past season. His season was cut short right before All-Star break and uh, worked himself back again. His one doctor is saying that he's good to play and the Heat's five doctors are saying that his career should be over. His career with the Heat is now over. So we'll see what happens if he gets picked up by another team. And he did sign like a $118 million deal with three years left on it. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the cap. Well, man, it's a tough spot to put yourself in. Like if... You personally, like, you want to play the game. You're getting a doctor's opinion that says you can play the game. You've heard of people play the game in the past battling similar types of things. But, like, what he went through was extremely serious, life-threatening. 
I just think it's a risk that the Miami Heat are not willing to take. And honestly, I don't think it's a risk that the NBA should be willing to take. Like from the information that we've seen, he, he's not he's not able to play basketball as sad as it sounds. You got to feel for Bosch. Basketball is all he knows. It's his passion. It's his life. He wants to play the game, obviously. He feels in shape. He plays. He shoots. Like he's hooping all the time. But when you're on blood thinners, if that dude gets bumped in the face or like gets like a, you know, an elbow and like his skin splits open, they literally won't be able to stop the bleeding. He could literally die on the basketball court. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's tough, man. I feel for Bosch. Huge fan ever since his Raptor days. Hopefully, you know, he can find a safe way to get back on the court because there's nothing worse than not being able to do what you love. It's called Zorb basketball. <laughs> we played Zorb soccer in the past. You get these big balloon things, you stuff them around. Man, you just can't do it. Sorry. Much love, Bosch. Hope you get better and hope you can play without any risk. Another big thing popped off in the association this week. Ben Simmons. Number one pick. Some people have big hopes for him. I don't while he's on Philly, but he's out for three months, broke his foot, requires surgery. Man, these Sixers can't buy a break, can they? I feel horrible, man. Like That team has been next level trash for a while now, breaking records for losses in a season. Not just once, but like consistently, you know what I'm saying? Like, can I stop you for one sec? When Ish Smith is your savior for a season, he's <laughs> in trouble. He's in trouble. Oh, man. That team's wild. Like, they have three starting centers that could start on different teams. They're all young as hell. It doesn't make sense. <clears throat> he looked like a supreme talent in the games we saw him play, too. Like, he just looked smooth out there. Ben Simmons, yeah. yeah. Like, he was going to be exciting. Like, okay, we have the worst team in the league, but at least we got this number one pick who's supposed to be, you know, people put him yeah. in the conversation as like, oh, the next LeBron. So, yeah. whether that's true or not. Mix that in with they got Nerwins Noel. You got Jaleel Okafor and one of your favorite. Wow, I forgot Okafor. Like, they've got yeah. so many bigs. And one of your favorite up-and-coming players who's finally going to hit the hard court this year, Joel Embiid. See, that's the silver lining to this is that Joel Embiid, if he didn't get hurt before the draft, he was going to go number one over Andrew Wiggins. So it's like, okay, they lose one superstar number one pick, but at least Joel Embiid going into his third year in the league has never played a game due to injury. He's looking good. He's participating in training camp. Looks like he's going to hit the floor for the first time ever. Oh, you know, shit. you lose Ben, you get Joel Embiid. I'm personally more excited about Embiid. I've watched some practice footage of him from the last couple of weeks. He is looking unreal. He's a beast. He's and huge. I'm telling you right now, he's going to be putting mans on posters, like similar to how Blake Griffin was doing in his first couple of years. The way he dunks, I'll show you some footage after this. Every, he dunks like Russell Westbrook where it's like it looks He's like angry. it hurts his hand yeah. every time yeah. um, that's how I dunk seven footer great feet been compared to Akeem Olajuwon so I'm still excited to watch the Sixers even though they suck it, it'll be they got a crazy group of young talent so we'll see if they can get some wins together and last but not least we finally got our look at the new look Warriors I mean they didn't look too good from the boys coming from the six. But shit, we saw him. What'd you think? Hey, man, I'm sure this was probably one of the highest watched preseason games just because it was the world's first look at Durant in a Warriors jersey. He missed his first shot, but the man came back with a vicious dunk. The bench was going crazy. They were laughing and shit, thinking it was a wrap. But you know, Kojo. 
Corey Joseph had to make it pop, hit a half-court buzzer beater. The Mandems were on fire, you know what I'm saying? We got experience together. <laughs> the Raptors came through, got that win. We gave uh, the Warriors their first unofficial loss of the season. But no, nah, it, it was and crazy, now, man. And now we are the favorites to win the NBA championship. <laughs> Vegas released some new odds. Hey, man. Do yourself a favor. Go watch those highlights. There's a, there's a couple sets and a couple random plays where like you could just get a sampling of what the Warriors are going to be looking like. And the firepower on that squad is just scary, man. I can't wait to watch those guys this year. We got a bonus segment this week on the rundown. We just watched Street League Super Crown. What's your biggest takeaway, dog? Well, in the third round, uh, <laughs> Shane O'Neal's um, Nolly Trey flips were very accurate. Um, what? <laughs> nah, I'm just... I'll, I'll give you a couple, and you you feed off them. Letitia being carted off by the ambulance. Dog, it's a big-time slam for a chick. Uh, Letitia Buffoni, girl. She went for the gap to lip of pain. She dusted herself. And I didn't realize how gnarly it was till I saw Nyjah do it later. I was like, oh, if Nyjah's doing that in his run. That's what I'm saying. That's some real shit. She, man. All right. Well, uh, Kudos. That was bad. All right. Something else I took away. Chris Joslin came out hot. Clearly doesn't know how the contest works. <laughs> Could have won, but screwed himself over. He's got to be smarter, man. It's- we about to create a job on this. I'm telling you, I'm sure a lot of people watching at home feel the same. Some of these mans need trick coaches, man. Throw me out there, give me a little walkie-talkie with my man on the on the course. If you're my first uh, man on my roster, yo, you about to win the ghost coach industries. You feel me? Oh, good. The winner, Shane O'Neal. Yeah. He did the damn thing. Nolly Trey front board, turn up, B. Yeah, you did it. Let's move over into the best trick. Couple crazy things we saw. Mickey Papa working on uh, an illegal trick as usual. I think it was uh, very O'Heal backsmith. Oh, man. Next level disgusting. All right. Next up, <clears throat> Shane O'Neal hit it with the back biggie nose grind Reeves on the rail. Okay. We're watching it live right now. They're about to announce the uh, winner of the diamond best trick. So we'll hit you with the breaking news. It's going to be breaking when y'all get this on Wednesday. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Cody Mack actually switched your front crook down the rail. That was uh, pretty yep. fucked up. Um, Diego Niger, Nolly flip back, nose blunt. Queen. Yo, do you like Street League? What do you think about Street League? I enjoy watching it. It's a, it's like over the years they've created a better product. Like it used to be really long at first, and I think they shortened it up, and I think it's helped it. I don't know. Fuck, we're skaters, so we'll watch it if it's on TV. Yeah, I fucks with Street League heavy. There's nothing funner than making Street League bets with your friends on who's gonna win. Throw some money down. You end up cheering for like someone that you don't actually even like. Like you might be screaming for Nyjah to win. But you're not actually a fan, but you you want that. So cake. you're just like a draft. You get to draft people. Oh yeah, me and Josh Clark. I've uh, won and lost a lot of money picking Nija. Who's it gonna be? Who's your bet for best trick winner? It should be Cody Mack, cause. But they're probably Diego. gonna front on him and give it to uh, Shane O'Neal. Ew! You waited till they flipped the no, cardboard to I say knew, that, dude. I was saying <laughs> you you slowed down. What, who else was I gonna say? I Obviously, don't know. Shane O'Neal. <laughs> this guy slowed down. <laughs> don't wait to see it. Oh, oh, don't kill me, dog. Wrap this up. We're not doing street league in the rundown anymore. Yeah, it's too bogus. But street league is kind of like a guilty pleasure. Actually, I feel like everyone watches it now. But I I feel like. 
couple of years ago, I'd watch them all and like peeps would be like, yo, what the fuck? You're watching Street League. Like, Hell yeah, I'm watching Street League. It's entertaining as fuck, yo. All right. I guess that's a wrap for the rundown still. Your source for sports and uh, Street League, I guess. SBC trick tips, I guess. And uh, with the end of the rundown, sadly so, it's going to wrap up the episode number seven, season two. Damn, it's, it's wrapping up. It's winding up real quick, dog. We're going to be moving on to number three before you know it. Yo, thanks so much, Dutchy, for coming through the mayor of Boston. You know what I'm saying? We hitting them cities one at a time, growing our listenership. Tell a friend about the button. You feel me? Yeah. Catch y'all next week. Yo, Ollie onto that egg. Ollie onto the egg, inward heel off. It's crazy. <laughs>